messaging every single woman back. Hey, I just wanted to apologize. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> Don't tell them what. Just be like, I get it now. I get and I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what the f All right, we're starting in. All right. In five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian, and of course, sitting in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing tonight? Solid, you know, uh, Valentine's Day is, uh, so is right, right, right around the corner, corner, man. Pretty much well upon us, so. It's almost there, man. Everyone getting uh, some ideas? Uh, do you do you actually go out and do stuff for Valentine's Day? Do you and Ash do things? You I'm, know the I'm, usual couple stuff. I mean, our anniversary usually falls the week after, so normally we we spend it uh, like a combination of the two. Mm, but I'll yeah. I'll do something like Valentine's Day. I'll get her like some flowers, chocolates, may go to may go out to have some dinner okay. or something. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you? Uh, I mean, you just say fuck it. Huh? Yeah, we usually say fuck it. We'll just stay indoors, maybe watch some movies and stuff, relax on any some covers and blankets. Just keep it simple. It's because our anniversary, it's like it's not like as close as your guys there. So ours yeah. is just like the month right beforehand. Mm-hmm. But we usually just go all out. Yeah. So we're usually still broke and recovering at that time from going out on our anniversary. Jesus. <laughs> I think that's a little bit more important, celebrating anniversary than Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'll say that. It's, it's still, it's like, oh, you know, here's a here's a box of chocolate, little little thing. Uh, at least you, you know. do something like, you know, no, yeah, like if you just do something just to show the person, you know, you're still thinking about them, of course, a box of chocolate flower or something like that. Yeah. That's why we keep it simple. Yeah. How about you, Adrian? Uh, normally, I just rub one out. Normally, but what I do is, <laughs> <laughs> actually, normally what I do which is probably going to bite me in the ass that people are going to find out about this, is I hand out both of about four or five gifts. To you hand people. out four or five gifts to people? Yes. Oh, okay. Just random people? <clears throat> no, not random people. <laughs> like oh, you. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, you son of a bitch. Building the harem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hit him with that what you doing text. <laughs> yes. W-I-D. <laughs> I hit him with a text. Then I tell him, you know what? I got something for you. Give him flowers, some chocolates. Boom. In, the, in this dick. And there we go. <laughs> now, is this something like, yeah, I'm building the, you know, I'm building the harem of women, or it's like, I'm going to toss about like five to 10 gifts out, and then, you know, maybe one or two are going to hit back. Pretty much. Bam, yeah. like, that's yeah. much <laughs> you cast a wide net. Okay. Yeah, I cast I a wide, wide net, net, man. Yeah, it works. It, it works. Which, throw it out, see who catches it, and there you go. It works, man. Those those techniques work. Yeah. Don't right. act like you never tried that before, <laughs> Mike. Cast it out a wide net. Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I uh, I can neither confirm or deny such rumors at this time. Um, I do not remember or recall such incidents. No. Uh, that was not me. Uh, I was much different then. What's the other you know, excuses? Put out those texts like, hey, you know, there's this cool movie on Netflix. <laughs> Shut up. I can't even do that. I can't even do that because it's a movie I want to watch. And yeah. I get really invested. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, don't make out with me. This is a really fucking good part. All have right. You, have you Netflix and chilled? Again, <laughs> I refuse to answer such questions at this time. <laughs> Honestly, I think because Mike's like a really big, like pretty much more movie guys. That's right. So... I get really into it. Invest into the story to the point where like, Shh, I mean, if the movie's yeah. real bad, I can easily just turn off of it. Like, oh, no, no. That's- I've, I've actually had movie nights where we tried actually watching a movie 
and then it just sucks. So we just end up like just having sex and that's all like it's, it's ghost writer, ghost writer, spirit of vengeance was one of them where I just like, I still have not finished that movie <laughs> and I've at least tried four or five times. It sucks. It does suck. Yeah. And it was always with someone and just went straight into fucking afterwards. <laughs> dude, something about Nick Within Cage, like the, Dude, something about Nick Cage, just, it brings the mood on. I don't know what's up, but... That's a, that's a weird thing. <laughs> that is that odd. Nick Cage, that is that Nick an, Cage vibe. Like, that is so odd. <laughs> yeah, something about Nick Cage and just Ghost Rider just does it it's for me. Ghost Rider. Yeah, make, your, make a deal with the devil. Yeah, do that. Yeah. The, the second he starts screaming about that, he's a vampire. That I'm a vampire. So I'm you know, a vampire. you ever get the text like, "Hey, you want to watch some Ghost Rider?" You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, my my problem is that like I, I can't do that because uh, I I purposely look for a good movie, and then I become invested into that movie. See, I, I when it comes to Netflix, I I like to experiment. See, I don't always, I'm not like you where like I need to like invest into a movie that needs to be good so I can watch it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just like to be random. I'll like, you know, put something random, a random horror movie on and we're just, it's a journey. It's a journey. You know, the Mm -hmm. thumbnail looks really shitty. I'll still click it. I'll still click it. It might be something fun to watch. (laughs) I've, uh, I've put on Schindler's List before. Yeah. Wow. Really? Wait, wait, wait. wait. For Netflix and chill. Because Schindler's List said never seen Schindler's List, so I was like, "We're gonna change that." <laughs> hold on, hold on. You, are you plan? Did you watch Schindler's List as for Netflix and chill, or just to watch a movie? I went with the full intention of watching Schindler's List from beginning to end. It ruined the moment for her. I don't know if she was even in it. In it. Uh, All yeah. I know is that, like she said, I've never seen Shino's List. I'm like, we're going to change that. Yeah, we're, see, we're talking about Netflix. And no, chill, we're talking about Netflix. I'm not just watching Netflix. See, that's the problem. That's yeah. why I can't do it yeah, yeah. because I, I'd be too invested in the movie I'm selecting. Okay, good. So, Tron Legacy is on Netflix. I'm watching Tron Legacy. Right. For a second, you got me worried that you're getting off of the scene where. Yeah, no, God, no. no, no that's been more. That's you're horrible. Like, you're like, what's wrong with you, man? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, something about like the bathtub scene where you just like, can't get the stain out. And I'm like, yeah, that just fucking hits, you know? Take the shots. Take the shots. No, that's fucking horrible. No. Let me put that on the record that I do not find Schindler's List as an aphrodisiac for, for any sort of intimacy. No. That does not do it for me. No, but it's like you never like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get this girl over and try to watch some movies and just throw on like a shitty romantic comedy or something like that. And then, you know, we'll just have it in the background noise just to fuck. Again, that's the problem. I, I want to look for a good rom-com. Like I'm, I'm I don't want to watch a shitty movie. Mike, I want to watch a good Mike movie. Is, yeah. Mike is a movie guy where he just has to watch a good movie. No matter yes, what. I have to watch a good movie. See, I'm a movie guy where I just need to watch a movie and it doesn't even need to be good. But like that's, but especially around this time, especially with the rom coms, mm-hmm. I gotta like the movie. Like I can't watch the proposal. Yeah, well, you know, no, no. like the, the proposal, I can't watch. No one can. No, no one can. Yeah. That was bad. That was a bad one. But there are ones I can. See, I, I'm, I'm not you, Mike. See, I, I'm. I know thir- you hate yeah, them. I don't. Yeah, I hate romantic comedies. I can't deal with them. But uh, there, there are ones <laughs> they're that are so campy. They're so dry. So boring. Well, there's, there's some that are that are interesting, and yeah, usually, 
more often than not, they usually end with like the two. Oh, excuse me. The two getting together. Yeah. But it's the journey. It's the journey of how they got together. To me, it's always that same. It's the same, same formula. Yeah, it's like, <clears throat> yeah, they, it's they hate each other. Formula. They find a reason to be stuck together. And then they fall in love. Then they have a slight fallout. Then they realize they need each other. And then they fall in love. Mm. There he goes. Roll credits. I, I wouldn't say like some of them. Like here, here's a couple ones. Sandra Bullock movies do that. Okay, Sandra Bullock movies do that. Mariah, uh, not Mariah Carey. Uh, J-Lo's movies do that. Uh, who else fucking does that? A good amount. Yeah, a good amount. Most of, camp of them. Most romantic most comedies. But there's a, but there are a few. There's a select few that are like that. And I and I got a list here. I comprised a list, and I teamed up with my girlfriend Ashley for this mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. because she too loves a good rom com. Good of ones. Of course. Good ones. Not the campiness. All right. Of like on the level of the proposal. Or any shit like what that. What was that superhero? My dated a superhero or my ex? What was ex- that? That was stupid. My ex girlfriend was a superhero, superhero something, something like, like that. that. Whatever. That was literally the movie that forever killed me off with romantic comedies. That was that was a just. It was a bad movie. It was just a terrible movie. And any individual that says like, "Oh, I really like that movie." Yeah, my super ex girlfriend. Yeah, there you go. That's what no. it was. It was Uma Thurman, right? Not. Yeah, Uma Thurman and uh, Luke Wilson. Yeah, Luke Wilson. That's yeah. what was. What was that one of Luke Wilson's like first roles? No, no. oh no, that's think, that's he's been around for that time. I think this was around like his peak, like it was his era. Oh god, two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here I actually have some good movies All just right. to like through. All right. All right. Starting off with a Ryan Reynolds movie. That's okay. right, with a Ryan Reynolds because you can always catch a shirtless Ryan Reynolds. Not this one. Definitely, maybe. You guys ever heard this one? Definitely, maybe. Definitely, Definitely maybe. maybe. I have not seen that one. Basically, yeah. he's a single father, and his child just learned about sex ed, and he tells the journey of how pretty much him, of how he met his her mother. And it's a journey between three women, and usually it's the one woman that's been his friend the entire time as well, of attraction towards each other, but they always miss their chance. And yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good little romantic comedy. Uh, obviously, the two are not together, but then ends up finally confessing true feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so it's a, it's a, it's a nice it's a nice movie. But the right. end with them falling in love. The friend, okay. him and Ryan Reynolds. Yes, okay. not the mom, not the mom that they. But the friend, but the friend. Uh, okay. Isla has Isla Fisher. Uh, yeah, Rachel Isla Fisher Weiss. is the one. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like oh my god the the mom and the dad got divorced and now they're back together. No, they don't get back together. Okay. All right. So it's it's a nice little it's a nice balance of like okay, her, him and his real mom really didn't get back together. Or she, you know, the daughter and their you know, their family's never going to be really complete. Mm-hmm. But in a way, she has closure yeah. now knowing who her real mom is. Okay. Okay. Next up, Crazy Stupid Love. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care. I'll pass. I'll pass. This is a good one. one. I'll pass. I'll pass on that one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, no, that one. That one's a, a literal version of just if you really care about someone, you you fight for them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck off. All right, I still like it. All right, here's one I know you two will definitely agree on. Adrian, of course, Crazy Rich Asians. See, I have not seen that one. I watched it, 
in pieces. Yeah, but I, not, I, like, not, not in the sense I was watching it on YouTube. I was actually at my parents' house watching it. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I was like watching it, had to go do something real fast and come back and like, I was up and down. You're moving all over the place. So yeah, you I was helping in the kitchen. Watch it. Yes, yeah, so I was helping out in the kitchen. So it was one of the things I was just like peeking out, watching it, doing my thing, peeking out, watching it. See, that's where it, like when I saw the trailers and everything, it just kind of looked like an Asian version of my big fat Greek yes. wedding. That's that's all pretty much what it is. That's what like. is it? Did you is it like that, Mike? Like somewhat similar. Okay, but it's more about like rejecting this. Well, for one thing, uh. She has no idea who this guy that she's dating is mm-hmm. over in Singapore, over in Europe. She's like, oh, it's just like this this guy who's got who's done very well. Only to find out he comes from an extremely wealthy family in Singapore. And it's like, oh, I want you to meet my family. And of course, they automatically reject her because she's poor. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely treat her like shit. The mom wants nothing to do with her. Just absolutely wrecking her shit. Mm-hmm. Like of just saying, like, you don't belong here. You never did. You're not one of us. Like, you're just trying to steal our family's name, steal our family's fortune like every other beggar. Like, absolutely just fucking into her, right? Oh, yeah. Until the point to where it's just like, yeah, well, your son just proposed to me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but don't worry, I turned him down. But just know that now that you're going to have a very perfect daughter-in-law with these perfect children around the Christmas time where they're celebrating, open your presents, just know that I gave you that. Oh. <laughs> and that I could have taken everything from you, your wealth, your name, your property, all of it, but I didn't. So now every good memory you have from here on out is because I allowed it to happen. And it's like, ooh. Damn. Damn, bitch. Damn. Fuck. Savage. So it's like, okay. So that was that was pretty cool. That was pretty dope. Next one up, 27 dresses. Would not, I, I wouldn't deny you, your guys is, I wouldn't blame you if you haven't seen it. Yeah, no, no. I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Basically, uh, Catherine Heigl's character has been a bridesmaid 27 times, but never actually married. Loves weddings. Loves planning. Loves the whole spiel about weddings. Uh, has never got the guts to ask to really date the guy that she's in love with, which is her boss, except for her sister, who's like super outgoing, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, keep in mind, their mom died, so she had to pick up the older sister. Sister had to pick up the role as like the motherly type of figure, even though she really didn't have to. And the younger sister is pretty much got to do whatever she wanted, wanted to do whatever she wanted, mm. date whoever she wanted, you know, was just very, very popular in both sense of the word, you know, to the point to where she even lied about her entire life to get with her sister's boss, Damn. the one that she loves. Yeah, or loves, quote, quote, loves to just be like, like he's just a good humanitarian. Oh, yeah, I signed up for the uh, the Big Brother program. Uh, hate, she hates kids. And it's like, oh, yeah, like I help out the privilege and, uh, and the poor at the soup kitchen. Uh, she does none of that. He's a vegetarian. She's a complete carnivore. Oh, yeah, I, I hate the cruelty of animals, even though, like, she's competed at buffalo weeding contests. So Keep in mind, compulsive though. Compulsive lie. Yeah, compulsive lie to the point to where they're getting married. Mm. And finally, Catherine Heigl's like, fuck this. And at their, <laughs> at their fucking, what is it, uh, the dinner ceremony, what's that called? Reception? No, not the, it's like the, the practice dinner. Practice 
fucking uh, what recital. The hell? Recital. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of something else. God damn it! Just call uh, it practice dinner. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> whatever. whatever. Practice wedding. Whatever. Practice wedding. Practice dinner. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The part where it's like before they even get married at all. All right. Mm-hmm. Before the big day. Before everything. Everyone has a big old dinner. Yeah. And she makes a slideshow, putting all of her sister's bullshit out on display. Oh. Pointing about like, oh, here's all the good qualities that they said that they had together. And that how she said uh, that how he's like, he's very generous and popular with kids. And then it goes to her while she's very popular, surrounded by very many European men. Mm. Like, oh, that he's a vegetarian and cares about his health and diet while it shows her at a Buffalo wing eating contest. contest. Just put <laughs> extreme blast. Put her on full blast. Full blast on her. And yeah, puts her on full blast. Uh, the whole entire time, though, a whole t- an article is being written about her by this journalist, which is played by the actor who plays Cyclops. <laughs> I can never remember his name. Uh, James Marston. James Marston yeah. does this article, falls along with this story, decides to write about it. Of course, they end up falling in love. You know, so it's like, okay, they got together. Now she's it's finally getting, yeah, she's finally getting married. And the sister is the maid of honor. Mm. And of course, the old boss comes back in. And because he was invited and they pretty much rekindle, getting to really know each other. And now the sister has more of an eye opener of like, I can't lie about who I am. Like, I just have to be me yeah. and just hope that someone accepts me. Okay. You know, next up, here's one, you know, Anthony, we watched this back in high school. Some like it hot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah that's yeah. that's like one of the ones that I can agree that's a good movie and i can say it's one of the very few ones that's actually a good romantic comedy yeah like if you anybody who's ever seen white chicks this is what this movie yeah that white chicks drew or no some like it hot Mm. is what white chicks drew from yeah same concept same everything like Mm. if you look at extreme parallels Marilyn monroe was in it was it 1952 1952, I think so. I think, not Bob Hope. Um, 59. 15, oh, wow. Oh, I was yeah, completely 59. off. Yeah, 59. Filmed out in Riverside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. It was filmed out in Riverside. Oh, nice. Back when Riverside was something special. Oh, no, Oceanside. <laughs> Sorry, Oceanside. Ocean That's, That's what I was thinking. Even better. Yeah, even better. <laughs> even better when I was really special. <laughs> Keep in mind, though, these are lists that I recommend people watch. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you if you like a good movie you want to watch around Valentine's Day, these are nice ones. Romantic it, comedies. There's <laughs> so many. Comedies. I mean, but there's there's not so just, many, but here just, are some good ones. Yeah. I mean, there's not just also just romantic comedies, though. I mean, you got romantic dramas. Yeah. You got just romance films. You got your period pieces that also yeah. romances. These ones are a little bit more focusing on the romantic side, but with comedy. Whereas instead of like I'm leaving out such suggestions as, oh gosh, one like uh, train wreck. Oh, like, okay. oh, that's a rom-com, but it's more comedic than it is romance. <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah. It, ha- it always sets out with a comedic line, mm-hmm. outline, and then fills in with yeah. the romance. Like, I, I, I pointed this movie out before we started recording, but how would you guys feel about with, like, Deuce Bigelow? Something like that. That's I wouldn't count it. There, there is romance in no, there. There is romance, there's there's romance, romance but it's more comedic. Because, <laughs> I mean, come on. The, the tall, the extremely tall woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know where these fucking voices are coming from. They're just coming out of nowhere. Coming out of nowhere. So I, I would say it's more comedic. It's 
So I, I would leave more of those kind of things out. Okay. Here's one. That. Here's one that's probably going to draw a little bit of controversy because he was an extreme racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Quiet Man with John Wayne. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely pass on that one. Yeah. Say what you will. That's a good movie, though. Definitely pass on that one. That's a good movie, and you know why? It's because he goes back to Ireland from his birthplace, <laughs> and if those at that time know, the Irish were considered the black of white people. <laughs> They, so were. they were. They were. They were. Yeah. In the 19th century, during during a lot of Irish immigrants were immigrating into America, yeah. there was like, if I can measure out, here was the level of black people. Here was the level of Irish. It's like Mike's head. It's just slightly it's like above. Slightly it. above. Slightly above his other one. Where it's like well, the, where just, the, to, <laughs> just to make it a little bit not so harsh. <laughs> Um, there's a reason why the, uh, the Italian mafia started off in New York because of, uh, due pre- uh, prejudice against the Irish mm-hmm. that they pretty much banded together. And that's where the Irish mob started from. So there you go. See yeah. what happens when you do, when you, when you prejudice, <clears throat> when you're prejudiced against a group. Yeah. You get, you get mobs, you get mobs, you get, you get, <laughs> you get mobs, you get gangs, <laughs> you get gangs, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's other films like a notebook notebooks uh that one's romantic a sp- drama that's right? a romantic that's, drama so that's not a comedy that's no. a romantic drama there's some few laugh moments but i would not count it as a comedy oh no not, oh no absolutely no, 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 no. no absolutely it is one of those movies where i would say man's movie sucks ass but it's actually a really good movie <laughs> damn <laughs> right it's a good movie damn right you can't talk shit on you can't notebook. talk shit you can't notebook. talk shit all right notebook. if no. you're a bird i'm a bird fuck yeah <laughs> I think our love can can do whatever we want, and they die together. Uh, How are you gonna tell me that shit is not precious, dude? There's something about old people dying together. It's just like, damn, that's just yeah. like that shit hits. It hits, man. It yeah. hits because like, man, they they live through the whole shit, mm, like all of it. What's it called? Like Titanic? That one scene? The two older oh, in the bed? Oh, oh yeah, where they just yeah, they're holding each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my god, that that part hits. And what's the tragic? That's 100 percent accurate. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it is. That yeah. happened to an actual couple. Yeah, actually did. But I thought those were like the owners of, think of like... Macy. Macy, yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. Yep. That's fucking wild. Anywho, we're getting back. We're okay. getting off track. Uh, do, do you guys like... Ti- okay, it's been a while since that movie's been out, Titanic. Do you guys still find Titanic a good movie? I watched it like a month ago, not like... Was it still good? Was it? It's... It's very... Oddly paced. I just noticed a lot of things. Like it's really odd. Mm. Uh, one, like, okay. I'll quick breakdown. The his friend in the beginning of the movie, the Italian dude, mm-hmm. an extremely horrible accent. That's right. Oh, you showed yeah. me. Uh, That's right. This guy is worse than Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! When it comes to a stereotypical uh, accent, yeah. man, this guy takes the cake. <laughs> like he I'll, he went above and beyond. To it almost says the actor like never heard of an accent. Or he just heard it once. It's like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Nailed it. I or, nailed it. And that's it. They never bothered teaching them how to do the <laughs> accent. Or it was just like, uh, James Cameron came up and was like, hey, you love spaghetti and meatballs. And he's just like, got it. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> my friend Jack. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my God. Calm the hell down. <laughs> like, I gotta pull back. That. I got to find that. Fabrizio <laughs> or what was it? What was Benicio? Fabrizio. Oh, yeah. so Fabrizio? Fabrizio, I think so. Put Titanic Fabrizio. Maybe. Yeah. 
It's it's super. It's bad. It's super fucking bad. Oh my god. Yeah, I definitely. Oh yeah. Oh, almost had it. Almost had it. Skip Titanic. <laughs> oh, what scene though? What? It was it the was poker scene. The poker scene. Okay. I think if you type in like yeah, poker yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Card game. Look at it. Oh, shit. <laughs> See? Just that. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> I think he only speaks like... He has only a few lines. Yeah, he has yeah. Like very few lines, but the when he does speak, like, damn, that's just... That was bad. That was... Niente. <laughs> like, why does he have like such a higher pitch? It's such a voice? nasally, yeah. like, niente. niente. He sounds like Wario <laughs> or Waluigi. Yeah, it sounds like Waluigi. <laughs> 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 it's bad. Uh, Titanic, romantic movie. Eh, it's, it, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, though. It's an alright film. I mean, okay. it's not as great as it's it used all, to be. I guess okay. it doesn't hold up as well. Doesn't it used hold to be like, uh, it wasn't like the pinnacle filmmaking like it used to be. Nah, no, it's like ah, uh, no. Yeah, a decent story, pretty good story. All right, but beyond that, it's like all right. Well, at least we know that Titanic would be considered better than Thirteen Going on Thirty. Oh, oh yes. definitely, definitely. Come on, definitely. No, that's no, kind of nice. No, no, don't come don't, on. Don't, that was, was kind of nice. No, 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 no. no. Come on. You, you gotta be honest with yourself and know when a movie's trash. Look, I still enjoy it. <laughs> All right. She wanted to be in a, a grown up so bad and then forgot about the boy that she was friends with. Mm-hmm. Watching him get married to the woman that isn't right for him. Then going back in time and fixing the error and be like, yeah, realizing just, what she You had. just know that movie is just, it's so awkward when you have to remind yourself, like, this girl's actually 13. Yeah. Look, mentally 13. <laughs> mentally 13. You're giving the, the, what's it called? The anime excuse. Yeah, the anime, it's the anime excuse. excuse. All right, this is a fan service. So like, hey, yo, she looks like she's 12. Yeah, but she's 7,000 years old. I'm like, uh, I think that's still. That's, 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 pretty much this movie is the reverse of that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, here's one that is a good one. All right. Besides 13 going on 30, here's another. Here's a teen rom-com that I like. 10 Things I Hate About You. It's been a while since I've seen yeah, it. It's been so long since I've seen that, but it feels like one of those really campy ones that I remembered. Come on, it, it, the famous scene where Heath Ledger's singing in the stands. <sighs> it, okay, on. here it overshadows <laughs> the uh, the parody movie that I watched. Uh, not another not teen, teen movie. movie. So unfortunately, <laughs> those scenes. I honestly, the- I can honestly say that not another teen movie was a superior film. <laughs> <laughs> I think just because it makes fun of the tropes of not only 10 things I hate about you, but those things of like, I think that movie perfectly sums up how I feel about all those movies. Not another teen movie. It's like it perfectly paradise and perfectly spoofed all the things I have issues with all those films, especially the 
coming of age or teenage like romantic comedies mm-hmm. in those general like that generality ah uh, it just it's so cringy at but times. But I, I don't. But that one doesn't really count as like a coming of age. No, it's, it's not. Just, it's not coming of age, but it's just more of like, oh hey, not I'll, a teen movie. I draw oh, a lot yeah. from that. Yeah, they draw yeah, a lot yeah, from that. Yeah. But ten things I hate about you. That one was nice. Come on. It's like it starts out like very malicious. Hey, I'll pay you to keep the older sisters distracted so I can bang her sister, her younger one. And he's like, he's like, okay. And then both start to break down. There are concrete walls of emotions around each other. And finally, you know what? Yeah, they really do care about each other. And even after it's revealed that that what he was doing, that he was being paid to do it, after she finds out and is distraught about it, that she still has feelings for him, and it sucks because she knows what he did, but still has these strong feelings. And it's like, oh, okay, like, damn. See, I... I I need to watch that again. Yes, you do need to watch it again. It's been so long, but I'm telling you, it it does feel like the standard (laughs) romantic comedy back in that time. Watch it again. It's a little bit. It's a little bit different. You know, it's it's nice, but it is nice though. But look at Princess Bride. All right, that's a guilty pleasure. That's a guilty pleasure. I will. I'll still stand to my point that it's not a good film. Look, structurally set wise, it's not a good film. However. It's still good. <laughs> it's, it's it's still nice. Sto- okay, yeah. You, you still like it. Like story-wise, like, okay. Yeah. Sto- no, story-wise is good. The way it was filmed. The way, the way it was filmed. Uh, it was no, very no. Disney Channel-like. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also being read from a book. So it's a fantasy as well. Which, oddly enough, Adrian, surprise you like because it is a fantasy. There's swords. There's creatures. There's wizards. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's wizards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. You do like a fantasy. It's you got caught, motherfucker. <laughs> you got it's not caught. My... Okay, not my favorite. Simply, like I'm not. It's not top of my list. And to prove that is, I didn't buy the fucking board game. I bought a board game for every fucking thing, really? including Titanic. Didn't buy it for Princess Bride because it looked boring as fuck. <laughs> okay, no, no one would actually ever buy a board game of Princess Bride. No. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. That's why I didn't buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, okay. Overall, it's, it's an alright. Okay, it's it's an alright movie, even though it's fantasy and stuff like that. The only reason I not like turned hundred percent off of it, mm-hmm. it's like we talked about one of those things where you saw it as a kid, mm-hmm. so it's more it's part of nostalgia. It's nostalgia. It's the nostalgia. So that it's does one of those things. I saw you. it as a kid and. It's nostalgia. It's not my favorite movie, but I do like it. Okay. All right. I dig that. Here's one movie that I was actually really surprised I would like, and it was actually completely different as to what I was expecting, too. What? Palm Springs. Which is that one? Which one? You ever seen that one? Yeah. That one's on Hulu. It's with Andy Andy Samberg and with uh, Kristen Melody? Melody? Miliotti? It's the, uh, um, what's it called? They're, uh, They're at a wedding. Andy Samberg has been living the exact same moment every single day, the day of the wedding. It uh, has to do with physics as well. So it's not just like, oh yeah, there's a magical place, but there's like a, the random tunnel that like breaks the laws of physics and he fell into it one night and he relives the moment every single day from like the the wedding day Mm -hmm. up until the next day. And when he wakes up exactly in the same spot. So a romantic, a romantic comedy version of Groundhog's Day. Almost, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Except this time, he also brings the girl with her, and then she gets trapped in the same process as well. 
and both try to figure out like, okay, what can we do to get it out of this? Like, what if we kill ourselves? And Anderson was like, nope, already tried that dozens of times. And it was like, really? It's like, yeah, worst thing you could possibly do is to fuck it up to the point to where you have to go in the hospital and you die a slow death. Don't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn. And then she get, and then they end up starting to fall in love with each other. And then they start to kind of reveal a few things of like, because she's kind of like the fuck up of the family mm-hmm. while the sister's getting married. And the reason why is she's kind of like a little bit of the fuck up of the family is that because she had sex with her sister's fiance, mm-hmm. even on the day of the wedding. Ooh. Yep. Even on the day Damn. of the wedding. And so she thinks like, maybe if we come to terms with like some shitty thing that we've done in our past, then maybe it's like, we'll be free of this. Mm-hmm. And so she tells her sister on the day of the wedding, as they're getting married, like what she did, it's like, as she's being honest for the first time with her mom, with her parents, with her sister and the fiance, and then waking back up in the same scenario. And they're like, motherfucker. (laughs) So it has nothing to do with that emotion wise. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just like do whatever. And so they end up like doing whatever because they can literally get away with anything. And then they can just start the whole thing over again the next day. So by doing this, they start to have a a connection between each other now because Andy Samberg is with his girlfriend as well. Mm -hmm. That's there. But she ends up like fucking one of like the groomsmen instead. Mm. But he knows this forever. Technically, he knows this forever because he's been in this. Nobody knows how long he's been in it, but it's been a long ass time. Okay, so To the been, point to where this isn't like a week or two weeks, not even a month. This could be years. Yeah, he's been doing, Damn, he's been doing this a long time. And he tried finding different ways to escape multiple times mm. to the point to where he even started partying with J.K. Simmons who was like an attendee at that place. <laughs> and he took him to the same spot. Cause he was like, man, I wish I could live this night forever. Cause they partied up, did cocaine and all this shit like that. Yeah. Took him to the same cave. And now he's stuck in the loop. Only this time, JK Simmons is committed to killing Andy Samberg. Damn. <laughs> so every single other day, he'll show up randomly and just take a fucking like bow to like the heart or to the head. <laughs> Jeez. And he drives all the way down from California or it's like somewhere, I think it was like Northern California, all the way down to Palm Springs to make it for this wedding. Mm-hmm. So he has no idea when or where he'll show up. So he's just a random fucking person. Jeez. Right. I'll show you this one out. Yeah, I'll, it's a, I'll it's check a good that one movie. Out. It was surprisingly a, yeah, good. I'll check that one out. That yes. was an interesting one. Check that one out. I don't want to spoil too much just because I really did enjoy that movie and I think you guys will enjoy it too. All right. All right. Now, here's another one that I think you guys might like or not have seen. Hopefully, it's on HBO. Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. I really want to check that one out. That was really good. It's I the, enjoyed uh, that one. It's the one where the guy, like the Beatles are no longer around, right? Oh, yes. that one. That, was that one actually good? Yes. That one was with uh, Himesh Patel and Lily James. Lily James, yeah. So basically, he gets into an accident on a bike ride. He's a struggling artist. Mm. And of course, everyone knows the Beatles. And so he covers a lot of the Beatles and he gets into an accident, wakes up and finds out that the Beatles have never existed. Like they never formed the band. They never went down to Abbey Road. They never performed down in Liverpool. Nothing. Nothing, But yet he's the only one that still remembers their songs. And so he comes up with the idea like, holy shit. I can pass their songs off as my own. And he ends up doing it and becomes extremely famous Mm -hmm. as like the best song where I like to the point to where like Ed Sheeran, like there's Ed Sheeran and then there's him. Yeah. (laughs) Like the amount of like 
musical writing giftedness that this guy has is just nothing compared to this guy who knows every single Beatles song, you know? But then it comes the downslope as well of fame Mm. because this girl that who's been in love with him all these years as he's been a struggling artist falls for someone else and he finds out that really he's alone. And a lot of the time they have him rewrite a lot of things that would be like, for instance, Hey Jude, everyone knows. Hey Jude. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's like, I don't know who Jude is, but here's an advice of like, and you only have to pay me for this of what you should change it to. Check this out. Hey dude. <laughs> and it's like, uh, no, he's like, uh, and he ends up going with it because who the fuck is Jude? Nobody, nobody knows who Jude is. Everyone knows who dude is. And then he ends up having to change a lot of the things like the famous white album, mm-hmm. the Beatles. They're like, nope, can't do that. That's a lot of white. We don't like that. <laughs> also like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That's, that's a lot of words. So let's just, let's just fuck with them. Like fuck that Stealth altogether. That without passing today. Yeah. Exactly. So it becomes, uh, he's sacrificing a lot of the values of what he wants to be mm-hmm. for, or rather what he thought he was for things that he wanted. And just pretty much he's cutting off pieces of his soul as it goes on. Okay. It's, it's a great movie. At one point he does meet John Lennon who's alive and he's just chilling by the sea, just painting, just living his life. Mm. It's a really, that part honestly actually kind of got me a little bit because it's like, who, who person are you going to go talk to most about life than fucking John, John Lennon? Lennon. Yeah. It's a great movie. I, I would okay. say go watch it. Okay, that's, that's actually... A majority but, of the budget was spent just to be able to use the songs. I, well, I, I, could, definitely, the I could definitely I could get tell, that. Yes. I could definitely yeah. get that. I think it was like $2 million or something like that. Even then, that's cheap. That's yeah. cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely cheap. But, but I, I think their budget, I think, was like $8 million. Uh, I mean, for a low-budget film to use Beatles songs... Yeah. Uh, that, it says budget was anywhere between twenty six. Oh, was it million to forty one point three okay. million? Oh that shit! Makes more okay, sense. that makes more sense. Yeah, and yeah. Then, but I would say eight million. Like, damn, that's a Paul McCarthy must make be making favors, mm-hmm. right? But that's obviously it's not like none of the Beatles are ever in it, and the John Lennon who's in it is just a John Lennon lookalike. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, but I mean, so, it's it's music. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, oh the, yeah, the yeah, music itself, like yeah. for sure. I mean, it's probably like the most expensive music out there to get. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Oh, I uh, just oh, yeah, before go, you go continue on. on, so the estimated cost to get the Beatles songs for the film was around ten million. Whoo! Oh, there you go. They, That's what it was. Yeah, I yeah. knew it was a majority yeah. of the budget. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, not to go off topic, but I know that the like they had trouble getting the music for that uh, Jimi Hendrix. Biopic. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. That's yeah. right. And yeah. they end up not using any music mm. because they couldn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is like so ten million. Yeah, that's a lot. That's That's a lot lot. of money. Yeah. That's a lot of shit. Here's another movie that I think everyone will like as well. This is a Disney movie. It's considered a Disney movie. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Or is it really considered a Disney movie? Is it? Yeah, whatever. I'll say it. Produced by Disney? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It was produced by um, Steven Spielberg and Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. It's called The Hundred Foot Journey. Hundred foot, foot journey. The hundred foot journey. Yes. Yeah, I've heard of that. Not, one. No, I have not heard of that one. This is with Helen Mirren. Obviously, you got your star power there, and then you have a little bit of our unknown artists and and actors. Basically, you have this this person, this Indian dude, 
who grew up uh, cooking with his mom and became a, a, had a love for cooking. Uh, long story short, he and his family had a restaurant. They had to leave India because there was a, 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 an incident that happened. I think there was like a rebellion that happened at the time. So they fled to London, but they tried to open a restaurant, couldn't do it because there was no spices. As they put it, there was, there was no soul in the spice. Mm. So they moved to France. And to try and find a new place to open up a new restaurant. And they found a place, an empty rundown, pretty much an empty rundown barn-like area, right across the street from a Michelin star restaurant. A hundred feet away from that restaurant. And so it becomes a competition of like, what are these outside foreigners doing here in the French countryside mm-hmm. of the king of cuisine food? And like, what do they know about food? Kind of thing like that. So it's a battle between like the two restaurants for a while of like trying to sabotage each other in different ways, like purchasing all the food at this market or here for this specific thing, looking at their menus, blah, 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 blah. Uh, But end up the owners, their dad, because their mom passed away, dad, and then the owner of the French restaurant end up having to start to have a small connection towards each other, a sort of understanding until eventually they kind of get together. Mm -hmm. But it's not about them. It's about the sun and also talking with the other one of the other French cooks in that restaurant as well as to like how he can grow his expertise. Yeah. So there is romanticism in it. A little bit of comedy as well. Little chuckles. Yeah. So this is a comedy drama. Yeah. It's a very good movie. It's not super deep drama. Mm. It's not over the top comedy. It's not over the top romance. It's just the right amount. Just the right amount for it to be like, okay, that makes sense for that to happen. You know? It's it's a very good feel good wholesome wholesome romantic comedy. Okay, right. you know, so I w- I would highly recommend that one. That one's one of my favorite movies. I love that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's really, right. Really, but I re- those 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 last couple movies I highly recommend. Palm Springs, Yesterday, A Hundred mm. Foot Journey, mm. those ones. All okay, right. now the next one I got for you. This one's an old. This is a Brendan Fraser movie, Blast from the Past. <sighs> Fuck that now. That's, Definitely the last one past because I, right? I have not heard that in so right? long. Is right? It, okay, but, okay, but hold on, hold on. Don't say anything. Okay. Let me see if I can if you can if you can. Blast in the past uh-huh. stars Toby McGuire? No. No. Okay, I'm thinking of a different movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're thinking of Pleasantville. Yeah, yes. that's what you're thinking about. Okay. Never mind. Continue. No, this was with uh, uh Christopher uh, Walker and Leisha Silverstone. Leisha Silverstone. Yeah, yeah. okay. Brothers Frazier. I can, I know okay I know for a fact I've seen this movie. Yes, no, I've seen it's it. It's been a long time though. No, I've Very seen it a lot because it was always on TV a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I don't like. No, no, not that. No, I love this yeah. one. This yeah. is a good one. I do. Yeah, do you was, remember this one, Adrian? No, that's the thing. I don't. I remember seeing it because okay. it was on TV all the time. So in the '60s, Christopher Walken's character is like. I think he works for the government, but he's super paranoid. He's pretty much built like a whole entire underground okay, bunker, bunker yeah. with like like 30 years worth of food, 30 years worth of water, just like a whole entire small home underneath it, the ground. And there's like reports of like, this is during the Cold War. Yeah. And so he's like, um, there was news of the possibility of there being an airstrike happening. And so they went underground in a panic. This is the time as well, like uh, the wife is pregnant. And a plane, I think it was like a commercial jet or no, like it was a, it was a fighter plane that lost control, pilot ejected, and the plane literally crashed onto the house. 
So in their minds, they're like, holy shit. It happened. It happened. The nukes just dropped. It's fucking calamity now. Like the, the exits are sealed up and they'll automatically seal on their own and they won't unlock for 30 years because that's when oh. roughly around radiation will dissipate. Okay. Okay. Now. And then he, you know, they get out. Yep. They get know, out. Decades and later. Yeah. Brendan Fraser born into this bunker yeah. and he's taught everything by his dad and his mom. Okay. Okay. Now this makes. Okay. I still don't remember the movie itself, mm-hmm. but it makes perfect sense. Why? I think every time I think of Fallout, mm-hmm. I think of Bridget and Fraser. Yep. Now, yeah, now yeah. it makes sense. Now See, that makes sense. It's, 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 For some reason, I can never put the connection together. Why? Like, why I, the fuck is this unlocked? A, like, like a <laughs> I, like a subconscious memory. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I just like. For the years I've been playing Fallout, I'm like, for some reason I'm playing this game. I keep thinking of Brendan Fraser, but Here, I do not know why. Here's another one. Nathan Fillion is in this movie. Yeah. Yes, he is. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff. But. He's in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But yes, he's in this movie. He plays like the jerk ex-boyfriend of the girl that he's like trying to woo. Mm-hmm. And he's in Brendan Fraser's character is super wholesome as well. Mm. Like... Because, like, that's all he's lived in was that bunker. So he's just so innocent and naive to the world. Yeah. and But he has, like, all these rare baseball cards mm-hmm. as well that his dad has had. And they're in mint condition. And some of them are, like, worth 20 grand mm-hmm. kind of shit. And so he pretty much employs, quote, unquote, employs this random woman he meets to pretty much try and figure out the world. And, for, and to have him meet and marry someone. Because that's his purpose. It's like, my job is to meet a woman, marry her, and then bring her down to the bunker. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's the whole premise. So, of course, they fall in love. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice movie. And if you watch it, you'll probably be like, okay, a lot of shit makes sense. Especially, like, why you think Brendan Fraser from Fallout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know, like I said, I know I've seen it. I just can't remember the plot. But anytime I play Fallout... It's always back in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Something about Brendan Fraser and Fallout. And now that is, honestly, you just fixed that connection over the yep. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just mm. connected those two wires right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I've played that movie so many times. Dude, yeah. Over and over. Over. And over. But my family loves it. <laughs> my family loves that movie. I love that movie. It too many times. I've seen that too many times. It's Brendan Fraser. You can't go wrong. I mean, it was America's sweetheart. You know, Pleasantville definitely seen Pleasantville too many yes. times. You know, I can't even watch Pleasantville. No, I can't. Yeah. I don't know why. I just I cannot do it. I, so I think why? I don't. I think maybe it's the same thing of like maybe seeing it too many times. Okay, so okay, yeah. but I just leaned a little bit more towards Blast from the Past. Okay, I, I honestly I had the same thing with uh, Remember the Titans. Oh, okay, same, yeah, same I totally thing. I can't that. watch that movie. I can't. Anymore. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I've seen it's, it way too many times. Yeah. I've seen. It, we used to watch it at, at school at minimum. Oh my God, yes. Once every two weeks. Social studies and history? Yeah. Yep. Well, actually, it was my math class. <laughs> wow. Why? I know. My like, math teacher was lazy, all right? All right. <laughs> it was supposedly our treat for our treat. Yeah. Every fr- every other Friday, we watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Remember the Titans. That's always Remember the Titans. Okay, here's one for you, Adrian, as well. You mentioned this one. 50 First Dates. Yeah, I like that one. I would, uh, I think I'd. Too many times. I've seen it. I've seen it too many times. I don't know. I've seen it too many times as well, but I'm still, I'll dig it. But I I think I would count it. There's definitely comedic sense in it, but there's also. Dude, Sam Sandler, of course, comedic sense. But I mean, not enough to where it's like overbearing. It's not an overbearing Adam Sandler comedy. No, No. it had, it had the Adam Sandler 
actors in it mm-hmm. because he had uh hi i'm tom yeah i had him it had the his dad which played the the cajun dude from hey you know, yeah, yeah yeah sean astin well mm-hmm. sean, sean astin, astin was kind of like new to that crew uh yeah he was new to that crew but he played it perfectly yeah yeah, yeah he was like he with, played um, it with the lisp that was just perfect what was the guy <laughs> i still love the fucking the guy that like works at the front desk of like the psych ward he's like hey lucy welcome back he's like what the hell is her problem it's like he doesn't re- she doesn't remember you bro <laughs> oh yeah i suck at this job <laughs> and then you see him later on and the guy's like hey who are you? And he's like, uh, Adam Sandler, who runs in dramatically trying to convince her, like, oh, do you remember me? Kind of thing. And then he's like, uh, I'm a, uh, and he's like, he doesn't remember who he is. Go on up, sir. <laughs> it's like, fucking idiot. <laughs> love that guy. But I, I love that one because even like he makes the videotapes mm, showing yeah. her as well. Yeah, like yeah. that, that was really all that effort. Yeah. yeah. Even like, even to like married years later. You know, they they already have like a kid. Yeah. They're in Alaska. They're on a journey. Which the logistics of it is Yeah, like, you gotta think about that. It would not work out the logistics for that. She must be terrified waking up and be like, holy yeah. shit, or, I'm, I'm like nine months pregnant. Yeah. Or, I mean, apparently just a videotape convinces her just easily. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, like, I gotta tell you right now, a videotape would not convince me, convince me of jack shit of anything. Hey, the newspapers. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like just... No, I mean, I'm talking about like the whole like... He explains everything's going on during a with the videotape. Yeah, I, I don't know any other person in this world that would fall for that. That you know, like I said for you, if someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. if every day you had to explain with the, you had to turn on a videotape, watch me, put it on there. Hey, your life is a complete lie. Yeah. And you gotta think about this: like he had to work through that film to convince her to fall in love with him. Yeah, and then she forgets that every time. So when he makes his tape and she's like, okay, this is cute. But then she kind of sees his face and like, uh, I kind of settled for like a five. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, has your head always looked like an egg? Yeah. <laughs> they always played on that. Yeah. I was like, all right. All right. What about Hitch? Yeah. I do, okay. 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 Can we, as a group, can we, as a people, can we finally admit that that movie isn't as great as it is, dude. It never was. It's not a good movie. Okay, thank you. It's not a good movie. I remember. Okay, I remember. It's not a good movie. I'm sorry. Hitch is not a good movie, dude. I remember renting this movie. By the way, this is back when VHS was still around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, we rented this movie. We watched it as a family. My mom, my dad, and my sister said, "Oh, this was a great movie." I out out loud said, "Oh, this is a good movie." In my inside of me, I was like, "This movie sucks ass completely." This people movie put, sucks. People ass. put Hitch on a pedestal. I. Is they it, did. They did. Is it because it, it gave the uh, the bullshit advice of how to find somebody? I mean, I think so. Everything, dude. I mean, Will Smith trying to be a ladies' man. Uh, I don't think it was so much like him trying to be a ladies' man. It was just like that, no, how no, to no, have the confidence to yeah, talk no, no, to no, the no, person that, you're interested. That's in. what I'm saying. That, he was a ladies' man mm-hmm. who was trying to teach Kevin James how to talk to the woman. Talk to women, but also be <laughs> black, I guess, at times. <laughs> because he was trying to tell, like, oh, you got to be smooth about it. And like, dude, it just doesn't work with certain people. I think, I, but that's why I think, like, you had Kevin James do a lot of things that were, like, dorky. Yeah. That was then like, you had 
Eva Longoria, which I, if I'm mistaken, Will Smith falls in love with her, right? No, it was no, Eva Mendes. Mendes, 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 not Longoria. Mendes. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Eva Mendes, and she was a reporter following the story about the Love Doctor. Yeah, yes. which was Hitch. Yes, and he ends up falling in love with her. Yeah, and then she ends up falling in love with him as well. Yes, <laughs> Kevin James falls in love with. Um, um, some famous, it was like a, the daughter of a, yeah. she owned a company. Yeah. And he was like, what the accounting or something like that? Yeah. He was on the board. Yeah. He was on the board and that he had a huge crush on her for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I've never talked to her. And so he hired Hitch to pretty much how to build the confidence to talk to her and then eventually led to dates. Cause that was the whole thing. It was like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to talk, build confidence, dance, all this shit, uh, roughly around like three dates. Once you get to that three date, then you're on your own. Okay, no, okay. Now I remember why I didn't like the movie was a stupid dance sequence. (laughs) Oh my God. Q-tip? Yeah. Q-tip? Throw it away. I hate that. Yeah, that's that, throw it away. Yeah. Fuck off. I still yeah, do that. No, 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 <laughs> Dude, that, that part's was, iconic. Come on. That, I certain- think that's why. I think that's why. Okay, yeah. When they had that in the trailers and I was watching it, I was like, oh shit, it's going to be one of those like, crunchy movies. Yeah. And then they still play that in the movies and people are still laughing. I'm like, why? You saw this in the trailers. They saw a bit of it, but the fact that it lasted as long as it did that's why. as well was like, that's making why. the pizza. Oh, I'm making the so. pizza. Like, he's just, he's like, can't stop this. He's just like shuffling uh, side. Like there was more added to it. Like, this is nothing against Kevin James. I think actually, honestly. No, it's think nothing Ke- against Kevin James. I honestly like, think Kevin James is funny as fuck. It's like, it's the formula of yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, I mean, you got to forget like how old this movie is. 2005, 17 years ago. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's like, it's old. it is the pinnacle of like, Early 2000 cheesiness. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Yeah. Where it felt so cringy. You're like, oh, no. Dude, that was yeah. right after the millennium. <laughs> That's where oh, we're at, man. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think as well because the movie was so popular at this time is because it, it handled a blend of romance and clinginess or a cringiness, I should say, along with like the Will Smith smoothness of it? I think it's it carried, definitely the Will Smith. Yeah, I think like, it carried most of the Will Smith smoothness. The back Will Smith there. smoothness mixed with Kevin James like awkwardness and movements that like makes his character cringy at times is what made it as popular as it did. Because it became this, like, oh, this is the guy that we're all trying to be like Hitch, but really we're all Kevin James kind of thing. This you know? was the era where where Will Smith's comedy was like almost at a peak. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not just the comedy. I mean, this is the this is right after iRobot. Yeah, yeah. So this is like, oh, okay, okay we're gonna get this was Blockbuster a, Will Smith. Okay, Blockbuster Will Smith peak and Kevin James coming out of King of Queens. Yeah. Okay. That's where we're getting out of. Gotcha. And this is uh Eva Mendez is like, I guess a steady ride mm-hmm. out of Fast and the Furious. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's like that, that. It's there. Yeah. Oh, here's one. I don't know if you guys would like this. The Holiday. No. 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 Which is that one? The Holiday. That one's with Jack Black, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and um, Cameron Diaz. Damn. Basically, Jude or uh, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, uh, they essentially switch homes to live in. So that way, oh, Cameron they, Diaz lives yeah, in yeah. London, and then Kate Winslet lives in L.A., 
to get away from like their love troubles and they end up finding love instead. Uh, I could tell you right now. I, that's like, that's, that's where it gets me. It's those ones. Like I'm going to try to get away from love and I still find love. I just, those movies where I end those movies. It's just the right no, amount of no. Hallmark. <laughs> it's too- that hits. It's too much Hallmark. Just the right it's amount. Too much Hallmark in those. I th- I think it's the the Jack Black that kind of does it for mm-hmm. me a little bit. You can still see like his normal Jack Black temperament. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of his wild side, but not too much. Like just as he's starting to kind of throttle a little bit, he kind of pulls back. <laughs> and you can tell like the director was definitely like trying okay, to pull him back. Yeah, like I love your energy. But let's not go school of rock energy. Like, need okay. to pull back just a little. I can tell you from right now, I definitely have never seen this movie. Watch it. But just watch it. The little gif that I'm getting on my phone right now is Cameron Diaz punching some. Looks like. Okay. Yes. So, punching some guy in the face. Yes. Yeah. So in that in that part of the movie, in the beginning, she's a she basically works in marketing for movies. So she makes trailers. Yeah. And so the guy that she's punching is her. I get her boyfriend that was sleeping on the couch and basically saying like, you slept with your secretary. Just say you slept with your secretary. And he's like, no, I didn't sleep with her. Like lying about, lying about, lying about. Until finally, he finally admits it. He gets kicked out of the house. She comes down and she just punches him in the face. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to tell right now, I'm not watching this movie. Yeah. Just watch <laughs> it. Just try it. I, I'm sorry, dude, but it's like, just honestly. Just try it. Carmen Diaz, eh. Look, Jude Law, fuck no. What you want for Jude Law? Come on, I'm not a big fan of Jude Law. You're not a fan of Jude Law. Why? I'm the only movie I like from Jude Law was the one with that he was a robot. What's with uh, with uh, that one kid from The Sixth Sense? AI. Yes. (laughs) What? That's about the only movie I like from Jude Law. Artificial intelligence. Okay. Even then, that movie sucked ass. Okay. Yeah, that movie Uh, did suck. What about Hugo? Yeah. You are such a hater. Rise of the Guardians. Eh. Repo man. Eh. You're bad. Simply because this is a ripoff of my other favorite one, so yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> watch it once. Just watch it. It's nice. It's a good one. I promise. I promise it's a good one. It's, Look. Okay, hold on. That's okay. We know we'll save it towards the end. We'll save it towards the end. All right. I mean, it is getting towards the end. We're like we're we, right it is getting towards the end. We're right there. We'll finish off, finish off the list. Yeah. All right, fine. The next one. I still enjoy. It's a long movie. Uh, going back to the classics. Started as a Broadway. Then it came to a movie adaptation. My Fair Lady. You've seen any movie ever about how like, hey, yo, I dare you to take the nerdiest, unattractive girl at this high school and turn her into a bombshell for prom. So this is the originator of it? This is the originator of it. Okay. This, this pretty much takes place in, I want to say like, late 19th century London and oh my god what is her fucking name uh Audrey Hepburn Mm. uh basically plays like this very copy just grungy accent of a British woman and she pairs up with Rex Rex Harrison whose job he's a he's a linguist basically and he teaches people like speech he's speech therapist so he takes on a bet with his friend, like, hey, I bet that if you can turn this woman into a proper lady in time for a Met Gala, like for a for a ball, and have her married off to some random lord, tricked into marrying some random lord, 
thinking that she's like this wonderful, elegant, esteemed woman from high society when really she's from like two bit apartments, Mm -hmm. then I will give you like this amount of money. Basically, like you will win this bet. And Rex Harrison just says, all right, yeah, I'll take that bet. You know what? Absolutely. And I'm going to prove to you that I'm going to do it. And so he does it, ends up succeeding, but in the end, end up falling for each other. Obviously, he's socially awkward about it. Yeah. And even his mother, whom Audrey Hepburn goes to see to tell her, like, like, she's the one that fell in love first. And obviously, Rex Harrison is very stubborn about it. Very stubborn about, like, his feelings and emotions and just kind of whimpers and pouts about it. His mom's going to be like, okay, you've never been really good at detecting emotions. So really, you should stick to kind of what you're good at. Mm. which is just your speech therapy mm. or you can do the decency and marry this wonderful woman kind of thing. It's a bit of a musical because I mean, it's, a, cause it's a, it's a, I mean a stage play adaptation. Yeah. Damn. I didn't fun. know you hated it that much. <laughs> I mean, this fuck is more, stage plays. When it comes <laughs> out, 1964. Oh, yeah. So during the sixties, there are a lot of musicals. Oh yeah. So that's, this is a good one. This is also another family favorite of ours. And Every time it comes on, we always end up watching it. How often does it come on? It, uh, anytime, anytime it comes on, which is like not very often. Oh, say, man. It's like, so like, no, like TMC, like uh, TCM, oh, TCM, Turner Classic Movie. So oh, if yeah. it comes on Turner Classic, like we're texting each other like, <laughs> hey, my fair lady's on. And we'll all of us, whether we're like my sister will be at her house. I'll be at mine. Dad's the one texting it. We'll immediately stop what we're doing and we'll switch over. Yeah, Damn, it, it's weird. Like you, your family is like one of the very few families who are like we're a Turner Classic family. Dude, I like, love you, Turner you, Classic. Yeah, I mean, no, like I like Turner Classics. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one in my family who does. It's like <laughs> yeah. you see, I'm saying like just yeah. yeah, you don't get a whole family who yeah. does yeah. that. Because I mean, like when you tell me like, oh, my whole family, like, dude, when I try to do that, my family's like. The fuck do you guys? <laughs> yeah, what are you like, talking about? <laughs> why? Oh no, that totally reminds me of another one. The Ghost of Mrs. Muir. Okay, that is fantastic. Again. You gotta watch that one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I can't do it. I've this basically the single mom moves into this house that's haunted by an old sea captain, and ends up falling in love with the sea captain. Uh, but he's a he's a rugged sea captain. That's just like I'm gonna make you famous. And I'm going to make you money just because I'm tired of hearing about your financial situation. So here's what you're going to make. And it's going to be a book about my life. And she's like, all right, what am I going to call it? You're going to call it blood and swash. <laughs> like straight up, just <laughs> the manliest man captain you can think of. And just just watch it. Just hearing your synopsis of that story sound like you had like a Coke field binger <laughs> just writing for like a week. Yeah. No, see, the ghost of Mrs. Muir. This movie pretty much staged like any sort of other romance movie you have about like, oh, this woman fell in love with a fucking vampire or a random other ghost around another century who was really dead, but is like extremely hot. This is where this movie comes from. However, this man of a man of a ghost. Okay. By the way. All right. I don't give a fuck. No, you will not stop me on this. Okay, hold on. You will not stop me on this. Okay, I'm just going off like as as an executive. All right, so you're telling me. We're going off like if this movie never existed and yeah. we're just basing this movie's success off your synopsis you're giving yeah. right now. So what you're telling me is a woman falls in love with a ghost. 
Here's here's a better synopsis so, of it. Derived, no, no, hold on, hold on. no, okay. <laughs> no, I like your synopsis better. Let break, That's let pretty let much it. Let me break it down to what I what I'm hearing is a a woman is living in a haunted house, mm-hmm. falls in love with the ghost. Mm-hmm. The ghost convinced her to write a book. Ghost of her, yes, because she was extremely poor. Yes. Yes. So she falls in love with the ghost. Over time, grows a relationship. Okay. Does she die and become a ghost? She she dies of old age. And they end up in the ghost and afterlife, I guess, together? And then they live in the ghost afterlife. However, during that one part in the movie where she starts talking to somebody else who is alive, in her sleep, he convinces her that like everything that you've ever thought was real was fake. It was all, it was all a daydream, it was all a dream. I never existed. You thought of the book of the book by yourself, not from me. Like basically saying like, okay, I'm going to disappear and you're never going to see me again. Like, don't even worry about me ever existing kind of thing. And then she ends up living by herself because her daughter's moved on to college, started a family and all that good stuff like that. Time goes on. And then eventually all she has is her and her maid. And then she dies of old age just in her sleep. And then the ghost returns again, come and be like, all right. Come and join me. And then they just live in the afterlife together. <laughs> just the look on Adrian's face. All right. I fuck it. I just accept that. Watch it. Just I'm not, watch I'm not the watch movie. it, but yeah. Why not? Why will you not watch it? Are you done with your list? Then I'll explain it, get into it. Uh, yeah, I think that should be the end of that. Yes, list. that's the yeah, end of it. Yeah. All right. Wanna why don't wanna watch them? Uh, why? Why? What's your what's these, your shit? A lot of this movie is saying the same simple rule to it. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. They follow a guideline essentially, which is they meet, they start liking each other. They hate each other. They fall in love. And then they get married every fucking time. Almost every romantic comedy has that same plot line. Now let's, that is like 90% of romantic comedies. But it's, it's a formula. I won't deny that. But that's the that's same thing as what you would say about like any slasher or horror movie, any yeah, ghost but movie. But it's to me, it's like, it. Oh, I don't like the idea of ending too, like everything always ends up well in those movies. Everything ends up happy. Everyone gets, ha- everybody gets a happy ending other than the one asshole. There's always that one asshole who just has a shitty ending, but everyone else has a great ending. The person who was, you know, at the bottom of the list that begin the story mm-hmm. marries the prince and then happily ever after. The the classic movies do end on a positive. Yes. Almost always, they always end on a positive. But even a lot of the new ones, they all end up on a positive. Well, yeah, because it's a romantic comedy. You, yeah. you want a romantic comedy. This is romantic comedy. If this is like, romance drama, that's a different story. Romance drama could be fucking anything. Oh, it no. Could be like, oh, like, we fuck- fell in love, and all of a sudden, she had cancer, and, he, and she died. I mean, look at what's called Brokeback Mountain. Like that. That's, that's a romantic romance drama. drama. That's a romantic drama. Yeah. My thing is like, here's my stick with romantic comedy. It has the same effect as new metal. It had its time. <laughs> it came for a bit. <laughs> and I think people just need to move on with their lives to kind of forget that it wasn't that great to begin with. No, 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 no. Hold on. New metal was actually a good thing. And it came it out, had its and moment. it came around the same time. Fuck you. I'll fight you on that one. <laughs> it, it had its moment. Okay, here's my thing. It's like, I haven't experimented with a lot of romantic comedies because of the early 2000s. It ruined okay. it. It ruined it. 
Okay. Just, just, Anything I get past that. 2008, I have not seen of a romantic comedy. Okay, I get that. Was, but, but since that time, there have been some that have been... Okay, that, <laughs> that fell through the cracks of no. the wall that you built, and some of them are pretty good. And, I, and a majority of this, and, and some of these ones that I've shouted out as well, like Palm Springs Yesterday, A Hundred Foot Journey, these are really good ones. Oh, there's... As well as My Fair Lady and... The Ghost of Mrs. Muir. I would I would highly recommend watching these. Hold on. There are three actors that have ruined romantic comedies for me. Is it Ryan Reynolds? Yes, that's one of them. Okay. That's my, like, I'm a fan of his stuff. Matthew McConaughey. Is it he's J- another one. <laughs> is it J-Lo? No. Is it another guy? No. No, it's a woman. It's a woman. Yeah. Okay. Catherine Hagel? No. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell uh, me. Don't tell me. Um, give me a hint. Has a movie coming out. Well, that doesn't help. That does help out a lot. What it's a romantic movie? movie coming out. And she's been doing it for a while. What's yeah. it called? Yeah. yeah. Sandra Bullock. Oh, oh. Sandra Bullock. Fucking Sandra. Okay, yeah. Sa- oh, three actors. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay, I okay. like their movies, but those three have ruined romantic comedies completely for me. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Because they use, every one of them use the same exact formula for all their movies. Well, I mean, you can only do so much. Yeah, you're gonna have a similar formula, but it's still yeah, but, entertaining. Yeah, but you have Ryan Reynolds, who's the bumbling idiot who's trying to figure out life. Mm-hmm. You got Matthew McConaughey, who's the you know the good looking guy that realizes he you know not everything revolves around his looks or his chest apparently, or his arms or whatever yeah, his abs. Yeah, then you got Sandra Bullock, who's you know a hard working woman, a hard working woman who you know realizes that you know she needs a man in her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kind of like the, oh yeah, that is the most recent movie that's coming out. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fucking A. Hey, that's her formula. Yeah, that's her, that's her formula. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to trademark that. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm saying that romantic comedies follow a certain formula that just kind of sticks to them. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, like, I just kind of get bored because I know what's going to happen at the end. I'm not going to be surprised. I know that the main, you know, the main, you know, main two characters are going to follow up at the very end. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least with a slasher, you get to have fun with who's going to yeah. die. <laughs> Which is essentially everyone except for the ones that haven't had sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah but usually it's always the a guessing r- game. And usually always the rugged looking guy that's like shows up on a motorcycle. Okay, put it who's this not way. necessarily part of the group. Yeah, okay, but, put it but this way. when you get a romantic comedy, you're like, all right, they're going to get together at the end. Done. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> it's the journey though. It's the journey. It's, it's nice. I get the journey, but still at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, they, they meet. Oh, they have funny moments. They fall in love. Well, that's why these Credits. ones, these ones are, they aren't as extreme comedy. Like they're, they're romantic. There is some comedic sense to it, yeah. but it's not like overwhelming comedy and like, oh, oh my God, that we slept together and now we have feelings. It's not the full structured. Yeah. Yeah. Like yesterday is a romantic comedy in a sense to where there are some comedic parts to it. There is romantic drama in it as well. But it, it is, it's a different type of feel. Like it, the way it's structured, the way it's set up, it's not like the simple like, oh, we hate each other and now we're not talking to each other. It's just more of like, oh shit, I had this. I missed that. I didn't even see it until it was gone. And now I'm like fucking miserable because I have nobody else. Nobody else that can understand this huge burden I got on me. Like it's, Palm Springs is another one. See, I like, the, this is what I like about, it, like maybe some of our movies could do this, where... I don't know where the story is going. 
I'd rather have that. I don't want to see the movie and just be mm-hmm. stuck at, you know, oh, yeah, these two people are going to get together. Then I would recommend Palm Springs as well. It's like that. Like, because yeah, I honestly, had I'll check no that idea that where that, that was one, gonna go. That one has me interested. Yeah, yeah. I'll right. check that one out. Yesterday, I am interested, but you got to tell me now. Is it one of those things where it's like he wakes up at the end? Where he wakes up? No. It's, okay, it's okay. not. Thank you. Fucking okay. thank you. Okay, the okay, whole okay. thing happens. It happens. It All of it happens. happens. Okay. okay. All right. I'll okay. actually watch that one. Because yeah. that was like the one thing where I'm just like, oh, don't tell me it's one of those things where it's like. No, no, it's, no. It's if anything, they have moments where like they wake up and they're like, oh. I'm glad that was all just a dream. And then the same shit happens again. They're like, okay. well, fuck me. Okay. Kind of thing. Okay. So okay. no, it's not like one of those bullshit things where like you wake up <laughs> and like, it was all just a dream. And just to teach you a lesson. Yeah. 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 Watch yeah. that. The Palm Springs. Watch yesterday. I'll keep raving about it. Yep. Watch hundred foot journey. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a nice one. I'll skip on that. I, I really don't watch right now. that one. Um, you don't even know. Just watch it. Uh, just watch it. What, what, what are you going to lose? Time. 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 I was about to say the same thing. Time. time. Okay. One. Donate one horror slasher movie to this movie. Yeah, but that's one horror slasher lost. Yeah, <laughs> with the same formula. Watch a different formula. <laughs> You're on chicken and rice. All right, switch up the formula. Dude, I, I would rather rewatch Rick and Morty episodes and watch that. Just watch it. Just try it and watch it. I'm telling you, you're going to like it. Dude, I, I would not recommend a movie to you that I know you're not going to like. You, you have. You are, well, that's your guys' fault because you guys couldn't, you guys couldn't sense the, your, your flavor palettes of genres was just too tainted by, by blood and, and gush. And just know. like, we've you know what? T- we've recommended movies to you that you refuse to watch. All right. Which ones? Horror movies. Well, yeah, I won't watch my horror movies. There you go. Because they're all scary. And I don't like love movies. Watch this one. <laughs> Just try it. If anything, look at it this way. You like Chef, right? Eh, they're right. Then you're going to, this kind of has a similar feeling. A similar feeling as well of cooking. <laughs> With a little bit, not even like an overwhelming amount of romance. Just okay. a sprinkle. Okay, I'll lie to you until I watch it. <laughs> Watch it. I will make you sit down and watch it. All right. I think that's going to be a a good place to close for tonight's podcast. I'm going to make you guys fucking watch it. All right. Try and stop me. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topics. How do you feel about romantic comedy films? Are there favorite ones that you like? Or are you just like Adrian who just is just sick and tired of just all those romance? He just wants the gore back. You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum at www.nextgenpro.com forward slash red band podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Friday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast. And as usual, before we close out, Mike has a little few end notes for you guys. As Anthony said, there's all the different forums on how to listen to us for via podcast. Also, we do have our YouTube channel as well. So please head on over there to like and subscribe, maybe share, maybe leave a little comment on maybe a few other romantic comedies that you think we missed or uh, things that you suggest we should watch. Uh, I highly recommend the ones that I've mentioned before, as well as I'll keep braving it. Palm Springs yesterday, 100 foot journey, my fair lady. And I'll and I'll say it again. The ghost and Mrs. Muir. That's right. That's right. I will fight you on that. 
Also, we have a Patreon as well to where you can subscribe to different subscriptions that will lead to different prizes. Some of them may lead to a handwritten note thanking you for your subscription. Others may actually have uh, the ability to whisper in our ear about upcoming topics that you think we should cover next. Anyways, head on down there, subscribe because more content, uh, pretty much more subscription, or sorry, more subscribers means more content for you. So head on down there, subscribe to the best one you find fitting and hope we can keep making stuff like this for you all the time. All right, you heard from Mike. Please like and subscribe, man. We'll see you next time. Later, taters.